Hello and welcome to Cavalcade of America from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Tonight, the DuPont Company brings you Peanut Vendors, starring Don Amici on the Cavalcade of America. Here is Gain Whitman. Good evening. Here's a rainy day tip for wise shoppers. The next time you buy rainware for any member of the family, be sure you look for the Z-Land tag. This is the tag that means the fabric in the garment you buy has been treated with DuPont Z-Land durable water repellent. Unlike the protection you get with ordinary water repellents, Z-Land protection lasts through many washings or cleanings. Z-Land is another of DuPont Company's better things for better living through chemistry. And now, Peanut Vendor, starring Don Amici as Amadeo Obese on the Cavalcade of America. Yes, ma'am. Well, what can I do for you? Uh, not for me. Uh, say, there's a little boy in the waiting room. I think he's lost or something because he's crying as though his heart's broken. Oh, oh thank you, ma'am. I'll see you. Well, 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 now, and what have we here? Mio zio, per favore, portatemi da mio zio. Oh, a foreigner. Uh, tell me now, what's your name, lad? Dove mio zio? Voglio mio zio. Hmm, that don't sound like a name to me. Non vi capisco. Eh, now, and what's this tag tied onto your button here? Let me see. Put this boy off at Scranton. His name is Amadeo B.C. Si, si, sono io. Amadeo O.B.C. O.B.C. Oh, <laughs> sounds Italian. He assured that little tailor over on me and said he was expecting a nephew from Italy. Well, now, come and I'll take you over there. <laughs> oh, what's the matter, Sonny? Tell me, don't you feel well? Oh, tanta fame. <laughs> io, io non... Oh. oh, likely as not, you haven't had a bite to eat all day. Here, look, 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 I've got some peanuts right here in my pocket. <laughs> Go on, lad, take some. Che sono? Oh, sono bacigi. Sure, go ahead, go ahead, eat them. They're peanuts. Go on, take a handful of them. Grazie. Tanti grazie. Mmm, <laughs> buoni. Yeah, you like them, eh? Buoni. Yeah, you like them. <laughs> You're hardly bigger than a peanut yourself. Well, come along, Mr. Peanut. I'd better take you to your uncle. That was Amadeo Obese's introduction to America in 1889. Later, as a young man in Wilkes-Barre, young Obese's Americanization really began. Good afternoon, Mr. Haynes. Afternoon, Billy. The usual, please. Yes, sir. I see you've got a new cleanup boy. Yeah, a hard worker. He's a young Italian. Want to talk to him? He's a nice kid. Yeah, call him over. Hey, Obese, come over here, will you? Yes, sir, please. Uh, you, you, you want I do something? Mr. Hans here wants to talk to you. 
I was just wondering what makes you work so hard, young man. Well, please, I, I work hard to make money to give back to my uncle. Oh, your uncle lent you some money? So I, I, I come to America, yes. I see. And after you've paid him back, will you go on working hard? Oh, yes, please. So I bring my family to America, too. That's fine. Uh, uh, What's your name again? Obisi. Amadeo Obisi. My name's John Hance. Yes. I own a grocery store on East Market Street. If you ever need any advice or help, come and see me. You will uh, g- give me help? If I can, sure. I'd like to see you get ahead. Oh, but... Uh, uh... How, how kind this is. Is, is it so everywhere in, in America to help uh, one or the other? Nothing to get excited about, son. Just being neighborly. Thank thank you, Mr. Hans. Thank you very much for these words. Someday maybe I too can uh, do something so nice for someone. Serious about this overseas? You really going to leave me? I'm sorry, Mr. Billy. You're always so good to me. But it's, it's the time I go into business for myself now. What's it going to be? I, I'm going to sell a peanuts. I buy a little roaster to put on a little stand. It, it will be nice, you know? Sure, I guess. Where are you going to set up shop? Well, Mr. Hands will let him stand in front of his store. And at the night, I'm going to push my stand in front of the opera house, in front of the prize fight, any, any place the people go. Well, kid, I certainly wish you all the luck in the world. And if there's ever anything I can do to help you, just say the word. Uh, uh, please, Mr. Billy, there's, uh, there's something maybe you can tell me. Sure. What is it? How I learn to speak good English like you. Huh? Well, um, I was uh, born to it, you might say. But I'll tell you this. If you want to speak really good English, study Shakespeare. Shakespeare? Yeah. The works of William Shakespeare, the immortal bard. Uh, what means this uh, bard? Uh, you'll find out when you read them. Oh, but oh. well, uh, thank you, Mr. Billy. I, I go into business and I read the Shakespeare. Well, hello there, Amadeo. You're a little early tonight, ain't you? Hello, Mr. Doman. Hey, uh, what are they playing tonight at the opera house? Romeo and the Juliet again? No, not tonight. Prize fights tonight. Ugh. I can't let you slip through tonight, Amadeo. They're stricter with fights than they are with that Shakespeare stuff. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like a fight anyhow. Shakespeare's much better. Nobody get hurt. Yeah, they do the way you read it. Hey. Hey. What's that across the street? Uh-huh. Oh, you got some competition tonight. Competition? Uh, what means this, please? That girl over there. She's got a peanut stand, too. What do you say? How do you like that? This is my place. She's not going to do this. Peter, you watch my stand. Hey, yes. Amadeo, wait a minute. They're not me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, lady. You cannot stay here with your peanut stand. And the why not? It's a free country. This is my place. Everybody in the Wilkes Bay knows I sell my peanuts here. Good. The sooner everybody will know I sell a peanut Oh, here. no. I will not let you. You take it. You take it. You stand to go someplace else, but they're not here. Yeah. Girl selling the peanuts on the street. That's not good. Back home in Odessa, they were the same. Oh, you, so you were from Odessa. Yes, yes. I like do. A... You, you from from Odessa. Yes. Well, where do you live there? Why? How long? How long have you been there? Huh? Maybe you know my mother, or my sister. Huh? Come on, we put our stands together so we can make sure. it talk, huh? <laughs> 
Where, where, where do you live here in Wilkes Barre? North of Franklin Street, the way to my sister. North of Franklin, eh? Because I do not know if you do this to gain a wife or to lose a business rival. Oh, Louise. Well, you have not spoken to me of love. Well, uh, Louise, this evening and before I leave my room, I read in the Shakespeare all of the beautiful words about the love, so I cannot tell them to you. Now, when I'm with you, I'll forget everything. <laughs> all I can say is, Louise, I love you. That is enough, Amadeo. Louise! Louise, come with me quick. I got a surprise. A surprise? Yes. Maybe another wedding present, huh? Where is it? You come with me to the street. There, there. How do you like it, huh? Like a what? The horse. The horse is standing right in the front. He's ours. Horse? That's the poor old gray animal. Oh, he's a wonderful horse. They were going to send him to the glue factory, but I made him give him to me. His name is Old Dick. But Amadeo, what do we need with a horse? Oh, listen, Louise. We sell lots of peanuts under the two stands, yes. All we can roast, sure. So if we can roast them all, we're going to sell them all, yes? But how can we roast them more? The roasters and the stands are too late. Then we've got to get the bigger roast. We've got no room for a bigger roast. Louise, there's a second floor empty in a building on Northampton Street. We put the roaster there. We do all our work there. But, Amadeo, where could we sell so much peanuts? We're going to sell it to the storekeepers, three, four dozen bags at one time. Already John Hans has promised. You see, I'm going to buy a fine wagon from the John Demand, and all the Dick and me, we're going to deliver our peanuts every place. Another wagon, I'm going to paint a sign up to say, the Peanut the specialist. Sounds pretty good, eh, Caramilla? Amadeo, all this will cost much money, no? Yes, uh, it's going to cost all of the money we got to save. Then we cannot move to two rooms, huh? No, no, not yet. Uh, Eloisa, I know it's not nice how we live in one so small room. Chair made from old box. Everything is so poor. But, see, if we wait a little longer, if we put all our money into this business, then one day we're going to really live in nice... Maybe even have a tree rooms. But, Amadeo, we work so hard to save up this money. And if your idea it should not go well... You think it's uh, too risky, huh? You're afraid? Louise, I will not do it if you're afraid. Who is afraid? If you think it's a good, I think it's a good. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hey, Mr. Hens. Afternoon, Amadeo. How many today? Better make it 20 pounds of the roasted and six dozen bags of the salted. Oh, the sales are going up, eh? Whoa, dick. Whoa, hold it. Hey. All right, I'll give you orders together right away, Mr. Hens. I hear you kept to your plan of bringing your whole family over here. That's right. I got everyone over here now. And now they're all helping me roast the salted peanuts. <laughs> By the way, Amadeo, those salted peanuts are yours. Yes. How do you blanch the red skins off them without breaking the peanuts in half? Oh, that's a new way. I find the ferocity of Mr. Hansen. I notice folks like having peanuts all ready to eat without the bother of breaking the shells and skinning. Oh, sure. I think you've got a valuable process there. Amadeo, why aren't you sleeping? I'm thinking, Louise. I'm a singing a big thing. Big things about the little peanuts, huh? Oh, it's a big future, my peanuts, Louisa. People like them. We could make peanut candy bars. We could dip the peanuts in a chocolate. That's much we could do. Then why do we do it? Yeah, it takes more money than we got. I should have formed a company, but I needed someone else to work with me. Uh, what about your friend, Mario Peruzzi? Yeah, I was, I was thinking of him, too. He's a very good man. Besides, I think he and your sister Elizabeth like each other. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's fine. That's very fine. I ask him for supper tomorrow, eh? Sure, I want to go into business with you, Amadeo. I have no money. Mario, your credit is good. Somebody's going to lend you money. No, some friend, some relative. Uh, maybe. Maybe my old boss would make me a loan. Uh, sure. Then if we could sell some stock to a few friends here in Wilkes-Barre. You ought to be able to do that, Amadeo. You, you're so well alive. Mario, maybe we are in a business, eh? Give me your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a lock to us and to the... Uh, Amadeo, what will we call a company? Ah, yes. We got, uh, wait a minute. I ask Louise. She's a very good to make up her name. Uh, Louise? Yes. Louise, come here. What, what are we going to call our company, huh? Does it make so much difference? What do you call it? <laughs> you sound like my friend Shakespeare. What's in a name? A rose by any other name would the seller's a sweet. <laughs> but in, in this case, Louise, it makes a difference. We should have a name that's uh, solid, important, and, and a name that's American. The peanuts of planters in Virginia call themselves all Wait kinds a of... The... You said it! Uh, he, he... I said the what? The name of our company. Planters of Peanut the Company. You are listening to Peanut Vendor, starring Donna Michi as Amadeo Obisi on the Cavalcade of America, sponsored by the DuPont Company, maker of better things for better living through chemistry. Amadeo Opisi and his new partner, Mario, have chosen a name for their company, the Planters Peanut Company. With high hopes, they plan great things, and it seems as though those hopes are justified. Mario, look to these orders. Peanut the candy bars, salt of the peanuts, chocolate to cover the peanuts. <laughs> How we have grown in the three years, eh? But Amadeo, we still are losing the money. We're going to make it up, but don't you worry. Now we must talk to a builder about adding on to this place. 
of trouble, Mario. All our money has gone into the building up of the plant. We have no capital left to carry on the business. We can't pay the workers. We can't pay for new stock. Maybe I could raise $5,000 on this building, huh? Amadeo, already you have a $39,000 mortgage on it. How can you expect to raise $5,000 more? I don't know, but I will try. And I will get it. For the first time, we show a profit $4,000 in net. Oh, Amadeo, I can't believe it. Is it true, Louise? From now on, everything is going to be fine, you see. Amadeo, what's the matter? I thought your company was out of the red. Well, we have all the troubles now, John. Bad troubles. You know the peanuts we use, uh, the extra-large Virginias that come already? Yes. Well, the people who buy them from the planters and sell to us have made the prices so high, we can't afford them. And our stock is almost gone. Mm. Sounds serious. But there uh, must be some way out. Uh, if we could only have our own peanut cleaning plant in Virginia, we would get the raw peanuts direct from the growers and shell and clean them ourselves. Then we'd never have to worry. Well, why don't you get your own plant in Virginia? I thought of going down to Suffolk and asking the banks to lend me the money to build one, but, uh, John, would would they even listen to me? You try it. Hmm. Go on down to Suffolk, Armadale. Mm-hmm. And look, I've got about $500 saved up. Why don't oh, you... thank let... you, John, but no, no. You have done so much for me already, I, I can never pay you back. No. I will not take your money, my friend. Just your hand and your prayers. I will need them. Now, let me get this straight, Mr. Obesey. You want this bank to advance you $25,000 to to build a peanut cleaning plan, huh? That's right, sir. But isn't that a rather complicated way of coping with the problem of high prices? Wouldn't it be simpler for you to raise your own prices or or buy a cheaper grade of peanut? No, sir. That I will not do. Our company has built a fine reputation on a fine five-cent product. I will never raise the prices or lower the quality. Well, it's fine. But uh, with regard to the loan, I'm afraid I don't see it. When we start this plant, right away we give jobs to lots of people here in the Suffolk. They will have money to spend, money to save. Yes, That'll but... be good for all other businessmen in Suffolk. That'll be good for your bank. Yes. Well, of course, but... And then... at first it, it'll be only a, a shelling and a cleaning plant, but gradually we'll handle all the production details. And each step will mean more jobs for the people, more income for the city, bigger business for your bank. Yes, Mr. Oldies, now, look, yeah. our business right now is only four years old, but someday we're going to have branches all over the country. We will do business with the whole world. I know. I have but... such good ideas for advertising. Everyone will know about our peanuts. Everyone will eat them. Mr. Obie's We here. can have even a chain of our own nut stores. And we will also sell a wholesale to the makers of a peanut butter and uh, other manufacturers. Mr. Obie, are you finished? <laughs> no, but uh, if you wish to say something, I will listen. Well, all right. I 
can't understand how you think you can build a plant for only $25,000. Oh, I don't. I need $100,000. But I thought I would ask each one of the four banks down here to advance me a fourth of the money. Oh, I see. Well, Mr. OBC, if I were you, I wouldn't waste my time going to the other three banks. Uh, you, you, you don't think they will be interested? They might. But why bother? This bank will lend you the entire amount. Ready to leave for the train, Amadeo? Yes, I, I just have to say goodbye to Louise. You know, Mario, opening that San Francisco plant will be our biggest step forward since we built the factory here in Suffolk. Now we can reach the people into the far west. Now we will have customers from coast to coast. Amadeo. Hi, Louise. Amadeo. Louise, I was just going to look for you. And I... What's this? You want to happy to see me go? I'll be back in two weeks, darling. There's no reason to be upset. No, 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 Amadeo. It's John Hans. John? What's happened to him? We received a letter. He lost his business. And then he got so ill they had to take him to the hospital. As a charity patient. Mario, you go to San Francisco without me. But Amadeo... You can close the deal. But there's so many important things may you come out. You handle them. I'm going to Wilkes-Barre. I've got to see John Hens. Remembering that first sign of yours, the peanut specialist, <laughs> an old dick. You remember how many peanuts we sold in those days? If business was good, 20 bags a day. And now a hundred million pounds a year. Yeah. You're no longer the peanut specialist, Amadeo. 
You're the peanut king. Cara, in America, every man is a king. Look, you see that young boy over there looking up at our sign? Yes. He's poor now, I can tell from his clothes. But in 20 years, he may be a very successful man. It's up to him. If he's willing to work hard and sacrifice and learn... Amadeo, he has to be smart, too, the way you were. Well, he is smart. How do you know? Well, look at him. He's eating a bag of our peanuts. Amadeo Obese, a true one, is representative of the many success stories that fill the pages of American industry's history, from nothing to a great business. It has happened many times, and can happen many times more to anyone, whether born in Manhattan, Odetso, Kansas City, a tiny village in Canada, or a great metropolis in Europe. For the freedom of opportunity is America's gift. To her people. Now, here is Jane Whitman speaking for DuPont. Twenty years or so ago, a sparkling, transparent wrapping material was introduced to the American public. You saw it on deluxe gift boxes of candy, on bottles of expensive perfume. Not one person in three could even call it by name, cellophane. The DuPont Company, however, envisioned great possibilities for cellophane as a protective packaging material for a host of products. Its structure, its properties were studied to find ways to improve it and give it qualities that would make it more and more useful. One of DuPont's first developments was a moisture-proof film that would keep moisture in or out of a product as desired, protecting original freshness and flavor. The film used so widely today on food and tobacco products. Next, a film was developed that could be sealed by heat, adapting it to the wrapping machines which today package so many things from razor blades to loaves of bread. DuPont Laboratories tailor-made new films to meet specific requirements. For instance, there is a special cellophane for frozen foods that stands up under sub-zero temperatures. There is another variety for packaging salted nuts. Still another kind keeps donuts fresh without letting them become soggy. And there's a special cellophane for products containing a high percentage of moisture you will be interested to hear that today there are more than 50 different varieties of cellophane. They may all look alike to you, but you can be assured that DuPont is working closely with the manufacturer of each product on which cellophane is used to make certain that the right kind of cellophane is employed. Not only has chemical science produced cellophane in these many different varieties, but it has also made it possible to produce it more economically. And today, as you walk down the aisles of your favorite grocery, drug store, or five and ten cent store, 
you see transparent cellophane all about you, showing what it protects and protecting what it shows. There, in a nutshell, is a story of the American way of business. This little cavalcade, as you might call it, of cellophane, one of the DuPont Company's better things for better living through chemistry. Today, at Atlantic City, New Jersey, the American Chemical Society opened its 111th national meeting. The society has over 52,000 members, men and women connected with the 10,000 manufacturers of chemicals and related products in the United States, those working at universities and colleges, or those otherwise associated with the science of chemistry. Here the chemists read papers and exchange the ideas and experiences which contribute so vitally to the modern world in which we live. In the middle of the 19th century, a courageous doctor backed by President Jefferson began his fight against smallpox by deciding to risk the life of his only son in order to prove that vaccination would ensure immunity from the dread disease. Be sure and listen next Monday to The Doctor and the President, the story of Dr. Benjamin Waterhouse, starring Douglas Fairbanks, Jr. and Maureen O'Sullivan on The Cavalcade of America. The music for the DuPont Cavalcade is composed and conducted by Robert Armbruster. Our Cavalcade story was written by Priscilla Kent. Don Amici can also be heard on his own radio program for Dream and can soon be seen in That's My Man, a Frank Borzaghi production for Republic Pictures. In the cast with Don Amici were Norma Kendall as Louise, Bobby Sampton as young Amadeo, Jay Novello as Mario, Herb Butterfield as John Hans, and Milt Herman as Billy. This is John Heaston inviting you to listen next week to Douglas Fairbanks Jr. and Maureen O'Sullivan in The Doctor and the President on the Cavalcade of America, brought to you by the DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware. Now on behalf of Cavalcade and the DuPont Company, we'd like to take this opportunity to congratulate Station KFI in Los Angeles on its 25th anniversary. Happy birthday, KFI! Cavalcade of America came you from Hollywood. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.